Hello, and welcome to another edition of Yale HealthCast. I'm Heather Smith, and with me today is Patrick Roberts, pharmacist at Yale Health. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you for having me. So today we're going to talk about this scenario. I'm a patient, and I have Yale Health Insurance, Okay. and my provider wrote me a prescription. Okay. Why would it not be covered? Well, that's a good question. It's often we see this in pharmacy a lot, uh, not just at Yale Health, but, you know, if you go to a CVS or a Walgreens, a lot of reasons why it might not be covered. First, it might just not be covered by the plan because it's an over-the-counter product. Could be the medication's not approved by the FDA, which often is the case for like a lot of older medications, multivitamins and whatnot. And then another thing might be require what's called a prior authorization or requirements to get covered beforehand. And so when there is a prior authorization, what needs to happen? So often with the prior authorization, we don't know about that, being the pharmacy or the uh, patient themselves. The doctor will write the prescription and you'll present it to the pharmacy that you go to. What ends up happening is a lot of behind-the-scenes work. So the doctor will present information to the pharmacy insurance, or it could be medical insurance too because they'll need an authorization for procedures and whatnot. Then a team on the pharmacy benefits will, or the insurance, I should say, We'll review that information and see if it fits criteria that the plan will pay for that medication or approve for it, essentially granting an exception. Okay. So the, does the patient need to do anything? Patient, uh, what they can do is they can always contact their doctor and follow up and see where that process is. A lot of times at the pharmacy level, you know, if you're going to a Walgreens, they're out of place of that. They just know... If it's billed through, yes, it gets paid. No, it's, it's denied, and they don't know. So usually just always follow up with either an insurance or the doctor, and they can tell you where in the process it may be. Okay. Are there other reasons besides a prior authorization that a drug would not be? So prior authorization is a blanket term. So there's a lot of things that go behind the scenes to that. So there's one thing called step therapy. And what that means is the plan prefers other medications similar to the one that was prescribed. So for instance, an antidepressant. So we like to think of Prozac. Prozac's been around for years. It's available generically as fluoxetine. And there's newer medications on the market, which are like Vibrid, which works similarly to that. But they cost more to the plan. So they prefer the older medications prior to that. Not just to say cost is there, but the medications work similarly, work the same, and have uh, you know lower cost to yourself as the patient. You'll pay a lower copay. And you might get the same effect that you would from the vibrant. Okay. And more of a proven track record having been on the market Exactly, so yep. So more studies behind that, more time. We can show, yes, that medication does work. You could try that one. And then if it doesn't work? If it doesn't work, then that would be more ammo, if you will, for your doctor to say, hey, look, you know, Heather, you didn't, didn't uh, do well on this medication. Can we try and get vibrant covered? Okay. And that's usually enough for the insurance company to say, yeah, that's good enough. Okay. Is there any other? So there's step therapy. So there's also other things. So, for instance, we may be looking for you're requesting a brand medication, a brand name product when there's a generic available. Usually we'll have to see, a plan would have to see if there's, have you tried a generic, that particular drug's generic Or is there a reason why you can't have that one? So is there a certain filler inside that you may be allergic to? Maybe it's a dye. Uh, So it's like Red 40, 
for instance. Another thing that might happen is we want to make sure that that medication is safe and appropriate for you. So just to stop back, just to say, have you gotten certain testing done before you start in this, before starting this medication? Because you may just get the medication, start it, but you may be at risk of developing certain infections or certain adverse effects, which then at that point really is a detriment to yourself as a patient because now that medication has harmed you. So just making sure that every all the ducks are in a row and making sure that it's safe and appropriate for yourself. It sounds like there's a lot of coordination between the prescribing physician, the pharmacy, and the patient. Correct, yes. There's a lot of uh, coordination that goes into that. Just communication was one thing. Great. Timeliness of filing. An insurance can, can't start the process until your doctor actually reaches out to them. Uh, pharmacy can't doesn't know that that medication may be approved most times. Yale Health's a little different. It's an, like a singular body, but you know if you go to an outside pharmacy, they're outside of the loop because you can go to any pharmacy. You can go to Vissel's, Bizel's Pharmacy in New Haven. You can go to Hancock in Bridgeport, and the insurance would have no way to know to notify them. So there's a little bit of an advantage to coming to the health pharmacy. Correct. For, there is. We yeah. are a little bit more timely in filing. Usually the process, depending upon the 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 request, can take up to three days. Okay. But in an outside, you know, it might take a week because – it goes through facts. The doctor's not in. At Yale Health, that process is started pretty much as soon as the pharmacy gets the rejection, notifies the patient that it's not covered, and then lets the insurance side know that, hey, can we start the process on there? It's nice to know everyone's working behind the scenes like that. Yes, we, we try to work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming in. This no is problem. really helpful information. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Thank you.